I hope you missed us because we missed you. Barry, how are you doing? Ross, it's good to be back. It is great to be back. We took a little hiatus there, guys. Uh, I, I forget why. I think one or two weeks there was like conflict in schedule. And then yeah. we were actually on like a comeback week. And then it was just the content was like terrible that week in terms of sport and stuff. So, yeah. Sometimes things don't work out. Yeah. But here we are back for the Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We also wanted to change things up as well because we were putting videos out there about 20 minutes long. And then sometimes we wanted to talk about the Premier League. And obviously we like talk about the fight and, and even the rugby. So we were just like, right. We're actually just going to put sort of longer videos out, but we're going to be discussing like everything, everything from the week. So like, say if there's not like a big fight on that weekend, we'll talk more about the Premier League or whatever we yeah. want to talk about really. Because uh, a few people have actually mentioned, it's like, oh, I liked it when you did the shows longer. You yeah, I mean? we've actually got that quite a few times. Like, why don't you do the long show anymore? It's like, yeah, we do like two or three smaller shows. Is that all right? And they're like, oh, I prefer the longer show. Yeah, I think it was because maybe it's like people drive to work and they're like, Show's over. Yeah, yeah. It was more... Because um, no one takes 20 minutes to get to work. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. It was more... Um, we're using, like, a different camera. We're using, a, a, like, a different camera today. Uh, before, the camera that we used beforehand, like, kept turning off after 20 minutes. And, like, this one now, this should go for, like... I think, like, an hour would be a max that could do. Yeah, I'd say so, but... Yeah. Look... Test, test today anyway. It is a test today, so we will. You'll know yeah. if it worked or not, and or you won't actually know. I'm, we have no idea how long today's show is going to be, so yeah, it will be what it will be. Yeah, I'm sure they'll see it uh, before they clicked on it. They're like, oh, yeah, definitely. That's how long it is. But uh, if you are new to the Energize podcast, welcome, welcome, and if you're a turning Energize listener, whoa, 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 whoa. welcome back, welcome back. We are back, D- DJ Ross. DJ Ross, Ross, how's life? Mix. How's life, by the way? Yeah, really, really good. So much has changed um, since the last podcast. You know, uh, what? Caitlyn Jenner's in the jungle. Uh, Andrew Maxwell's been kicked out of the jungle. Um, the Queen's son, Prince Andrew's a paedophile. Yeah. And we're still waiting for Brexit to happen. We're still waiting for Brexit to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming to the end of the year as well, Ross. Like, you know, it's what, December 2nd now? Yeah. Did a long year yeah, well, doing shows. Well, like, 2020 looks like it's going to be very exciting for sports. Uh, you have the Euros back. Uh, you have yeah. massive fights. Like, we'll get to it. Conor McGregor's coming back. Fury versus Wilder. Like, the winner of that's surely going to fight the winner of Ruiz versus uh, Joshua. Bellator Dublin's on. Bellator Dublin's on. Foycon's on. Foycon's on. I'm actually, like, so looking forward to, like, next year already. I'm sort of like, here... Yeah, like, I, I am a, year. like I am a fan of Christmas and I love all the crack. I love the way everyone's like really happy and nice to everyone. And then like the next month is like, actually, I hate that guy. But I actually think the best part of Christmas is like in between like the 17th and 23rd of December. It's like the time when you know you're going out for a few points with your best mates. It's like, that's the crack. That is the crack, yeah. Yeah, so like obviously it'll be uh, Theo's first Christmas this year. So like that'll be important for me. But we actually brought himself Santa today. Did you, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so we were brought, we actually brought him to Santa today, right? Yeah. And then it was like to Arnott's, which is like a massive store in Dublin. Yeah. And wait, why did you decide to go to that one? Apparently, like, the Santa who's done that one has done like Santa for like the last twenty years, so therefore, I was like, that's the Santa to go to, or, or right? Yeah. And I was like, all the proceeds of this go or proceeds of this go to charity. And I was like, geez, that's lovely, isn't it? And they were like, and Arnott's then match the uh, the money. At the end of it, I was like, "No way!" And I was like, "How many people do you have?" And they were like, 200 people." And I was like, "200 people, ten or ahead." I was like, "That's two grand." And I was like, 
and they've been doing it since November. I was like, that must be like forty grand at the end of the, the month, and then like yeah. minimum. And then they were like, and then Aaron's match, and then I was like, grand went in, met Santa, donated the tenner, and they were like, oh, do you want to print out your photos? I was like, oh, that'd be brilliant. Next thing you know, like I'm another thirty five euro in the hole by like, getting all these prints. I was like, yeah. I thought the tenner was all in now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is like the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's like first the, Christmas. Like, yeah, that's first. Yeah, yeah, commemorate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it was funny because we were going to boy's presents and that, and I was like, it's sort of a relevant boy in present because he he doesn't know what a present is. Yeah, sure. He gets but, his like, ass. He gets his ass wiped from from, from you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, f- it's funny because it's true. Yeah. Funny because it's true. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be doing that till he's twenty-one. I don't know if he's on, on top of right, <coughs> but like the last ten days in a row, he's waiting for me to come home from work, like to do a shite. Has he? Yeah. yeah. Sound. Like, yeah. It's not unbelievable. Yeah. Sound, isn't That's it? what I mean, man. You're you're the king wiper. King wiper. Yeah. Very. Very you. That is yeah, very, very you. Very me. Welcome back to the show. Make sure to hit a like and let us know what your favorite thing is about Christmas as well. But. uh yeah, Ross, it's good to be back. Um, we have like a lot of big things coming up next year, and like we're not just saying it like typical podcasters, YouTubers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm, I'm really excited as well. Also, you know, Six Nations will be back as well. Yeah, you know, fresh start for the yeah. Irish rugby team. New manager in there. It's it's just really exciting year. To be honest, yeah. uh, Jim Gavin stepped down from the Dubs. He did. So Dubs have a new manager. They'll be going for six all Ireland. Uh, the Irish football team will play the qualifiers in March. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, it actually is a massive year, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just sort of like I'm like ready to get going now. Also, like, also like uh, a few times I've been out now, and people are like, "Are you your man from the podcast?" I'm like, "No." Well, I'm like, "Yeah, I'll see." <laughs> and then they're like going on about it, and uh, it's sort of like next year it's ready, like just bigger fish to fry. Uh, you know, I keep getting mistaken for True Geordie. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't own a deal though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 But uh, yeah, I'm just like I'm really looking forward to it. Not, like, what do you think is going to be the first big one for us next year? Uh, January 18th, UFC 246. Conor McGregor. The return of Conor McGregor. Yeah, I'm just really looking forward to going to, to uh, Foycon. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, that's. I feel like it, like that's really going to give us like a almost like that verified blue tick almost yeah. being like right. They're not just two dumbasses. Gives that blue tick. Gives that blue tick. Yeah, but um. On today's show, we're going to be discussing obviously the return of Conor McGregor, um, the, the eagerly return of the eagerly return announcement of Conor McGregor. Uh, we're also going to let you know when we think the press conference is going to be for that. Uh, also, Khabib is now taking on Tony Ferguson. Uh, when's that going to be in April? Yeah, April. Yeah, in Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, obviously today on the show we're going to be discussing uh, Anthony Joshua taking on. Andy Ruiz for the second time this weekend. I can't wait for that. We're going to get stuck into that. And then uh, obviously we're going to discuss some of the Premier League crack. Because uh, that's very energised, you know? Very energised. Yeah, but uh, welcome back to the show. And uh, Ross, we may as well start. Conor McGregor is taking on Donald Cowboy Cerrone uh, in the new year, as you said, January 18th. Las Vegas, T-Mobile Arena, UFC 246. Um, yeah. it's, it's confirmed. Dana White said it. Um, I'm surprised there wasn't more of an announcement from McGregor's side about it, to be honest. Yeah. Were you... It was a bit of a sort of Ah McGregor's back, wasn't it? There was yeah. no promo video or do you remember they did the Khabib versus Connor video? Yeah. Like I was like looking for something like that. Yeah. Some great fan work artwork going around though with the Budweiser and the and the Pop Twelve. Yeah. I think it was because there was no UFC event on that weekend. Um, oh, I think someone's knocking on the podcast studio window. 
Right now. Oh, it doesn't matter. They let themselves in. No, no. <laughs> so. It's the burglar. It's the burglar. Burglar, come on in. They're actually coming in. They're actually don't come in. We're actually recording podcasts. You have to go inside. How's it going? Goodbye. How's it going? Burglar. Very energized. Um, who knows what's going to go down on this energized podcast? Yeah. That was actually Pete. Yeah, so UFC 246. Get back to the point. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> it's that welterweight, Barry. What's your take on this? Um, I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, do you know what? The winner of this is obviously going to call out either like Masvidal for the BMF title. I think that's the only way you can rock and roll with this, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think they're after giving um, Masvidal a few of the chips, aren't they? Like Ma- yeah. Masvidal is like, now, people are going to fight me. Conor McGregor is trying to get a fight with me, as opposed to everyone's trying to get a fight with Conor McGregor. And I think it's the first time ever where McGregor's actually chasing people, as opposed to people are chasing McGregor. Yeah, I can see that. It was just, um, obviously, over the last while, stuff about Conor has just come out, and people have sort of fallen a bit off the bandwagon. But um, now he's a fit, like he's back. Uh, like, next week. I feel like he has to give us a reason to, like, want to support him again. Yeah. Well, do you think people are going to flock to Vegas, get their uh, pension, I mean, sorry, not their pensions, get their uh, credit union loans out, and be like, right, I'm going to death for five grand to go to Vegas to say, go on, McGregor. I don't think so. On this I can't picture it. I really can't picture it. No, I like. I feel like if you live in America already and you're Irish, you might make the trip to Vegas to be like, I might as well go to Vegas that weekend. You know what I mean? Um, look, it's also in January, which you know. Yeah. The only thing is, people might like people's like love ones might go. Oh, I'm gonna win Christmas this year, and it's uh, McGregor in January for a Christmas present. Yeah. Like that could be a big thing. Well, it's because he wanted to fight three times. He said next year. Yeah, and I, I think he sort of laid out the guidelines. I think it's going to be Cowboy, then Masvidal, yeah, and then Khabib, yeah, or Tony Ferguson. Yeah, look, he's resetting really a lofty goal for himself. Uh, personally, I think at one seventy, it actually gives more advantages to Cowboy. I think Cowboy's fought at one seventy more times. He's been more successful at one seventy. And then on top of that, I think he can take a punch better at 170 as well when he's uh, carrying more weight. Yeah. The more weight McGregor puts on, the le- less of a death touch he really has. Who knows what he's been really doing in the background now. Suppose, like uh, John Cavanaugh put out a tweet saying, like, no visitors are allowed to come during the hours of, like, 10 to 4 in it, the new SPG. Because suppose he, like, tours. There was, like, a lot of Asian people pulled up on, like, a holiday tour and they're like, Conor McGregor. And they all go in and take photographs around the place. Um, do they charge them in? Not sure. I haven't Probably been into. The, I haven't been out to the new one, but it's what's it called the monster. The monster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the way I look at it is apparently he's getting up early and go and going to bed early. You know what I mean? Which, like, yeah. let's be honest, the last few years McGregor's been party maniac. Yeah. He has like you. you know what I mean, <laughs> you hear the whispers around Dublin, and you're just like, right, he's out in the Raz yeah. every second night of the week. Yeah, well, yeah. I suppose that's what happens when you launch your own whiskey, isn't it? I, I tell you, you see, the thing is, for a lot of people, at the end, yeah, true. But like, the thing is, when it comes to the end of the year, you're sort of like, right, next year. I know it's twenty twenty, but like, say if it was twenty twenty one or two thousand eighteen, doesn't matter. You're like, right, I want there's certain things, objectives or goals that I sort of do want to do next year. Like both of us now turning thirty next mm. year. Obviously, like the we, big three out. Obviously, you look a bit younger. Give us a like if you think so. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yes. And then you just see my mag going, no, double no. <laughs> but, uh, double thumbs down. Yeah, you're sort of like, right, what, like, you're sort of like, right, what, what's the objectives of the goals for next year, really? You know what I mean? Very, very me. Yeah, but, um, 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I can put it off there. Yeah, but um, I think he's like, right, I have two kids now. What's next? Like, what's yeah. my legacy going to be? Is it going to be more for going on the piss in Dublin, or is it going to be become the BMF and then reclaim the title? And I think it's a big year for almost nearly everyone. I think I've seen so many people be like, next year, really want to smash it. Although that could just be like the, the new thing, apart from being like, oh, I'm depressed. It's like, well, oh, everyone's depressed. Early New Year's goals from Conor McGregor that like he, he gets to February and he's like, you know what? I'll just drink the whiskey again. Yeah. Well, if you if you kick off the beginning of next year, if anyone gets off to a good start, even if you like people do a dry January and stuff, and then that really shoots mm. you for a really good month. Obviously, that's going to be ruined now with McGregor fighting. But one thing that I think a lot of people are saying is that McGregor's like picking the easier fight that he should have fought Gaethje. Um, what's your take on that? Yeah, but to the casual fan, they're gonna be like, "What? Who's Kahuchi? Oh. Is that Tomagotchi? You know what I mean? Like they they need they're like cowboy McGregor. It's just like rolls off the way it's the cowboy hat. They have the they have the previous back and forth. Like it's red panty night when you yeah. fight me. Oh no, I like I think Cowboy's the perfect match. Cowboy's thirty six. He's that bit more on his career. Yeah, this is like a almost almost like a swan song for Cowboy. Yeah. As in like. If he can't beat McGregor, well, then like he can never be anyone. But if he does beat McGregor, that's almost like his like, title fight win. Yeah. If that makes sense, it is. And then he deserves it as well. To be honest, a lot of people are going, "Oh, he's afraid of Gaethje." If you look at yeah. Gaethje's two losses on his career, they're to Dustin Poirier and Eddie Alvarez. And I don't know if you saw Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier, or if you saw Conor McGregor versus Eddie Alvarez. They weren't exactly close. Yeah, they were early nights. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't think Conor no, makes sense. afraid of Gagey. Look, people are going like, to complain anyway. Also, like... If he, if he, had, a, if he had a fuck Gagey, people would be like, oh, why aren't you fighting Khabib? I, I love Gagey. And I love to see Gagey versus Khabib because I actually think Gagey's, like, style-wise, is, like, good to go against Khabib. But in terms of... <laughs> no one's of, being Khabib. Bar ter- Ferguson, I'll give him a chance. In terms of, uh, like, McGregor versus Gagey, I feel like... McGregor would actually just make show of him over and over and over again in verbal tirades and then he'd knock him out on the feet and then people would be like oh Gagey Gagey's punched too many times in the head and that's why he lost no it's, this is this is the right one to make just everything about it with from the Budweiser to the proper 12 mm. to the American to the Irishman to the, like the cowboy to the <laughs> what's it called uh, Lucky Charms <laughs> <laughs> to the leprechaun to the leprechaun it's just, it just all makes sense also People are like sleeping on Cerrone. Cerrone, most wins in UFC history, most performance of the night in UFC history. And I'm pretty sure he's got the most finishes in UFC history. Like, an absolute animal of a man. Yeah. Like, tell me, like, who's more entertaining than Yeehaw, the cowboy. Yeah, this just makes perfect sense. And it's great for every fan. You know what I mean? And, like, obviously, we were fans of Connor. Obviously, we we're fans of Cowboy. Either way, one of them was going to move on. Mm hmm. To hopefully take on Masvidal for Masvidal. a BMF title, yeah. How much was superstars for him, Masvidal now? Like Unbelievable. He's, do, he's doing everything now, isn't he? Yeah. The thing is, I'm not... When he's doing interviews, I'm not... I'm not there's only certain people that really capture my attention doing interviews. and It's more like I prefer watching Masvidal fight rather yeah, than talk. In fairness, I'm okay to watch like a five or six minute interview with Masvidal. It's more like... A two hour stint, I'm like, oh, jeez, you're all right. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. But yeah, yeah, but I like the sort of one-liners like, oh... He needs to get baptized. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he says yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, oh, I like the little clips. Yeah, yeah. but um, even the way like Nick Diaz says he wanted to fight him, and then like Nick Diaz like literally can't even speak properly. They should have subtitles underneath. Do you think he's gonna fight next? Those two are gonna fight each other next. Probably not. No, do you think I don't I, hold out. I can't see Masvidal booking anything before uh, uh, this McGregor because the winner of McGregor and Cowboy 
could like they could bring Masvidal into the octagon then and be like right these two are now fighting for in the summer isn't it funny the way like uh, Masvidal 4th of July weekend isn't it funny the way Masvidal could, could easily be like I'm going to fight the winner of uh, Usman versus Covington and like they'd be like yeah that's it no bother and he's like I'm not actually interested in fighting either of those no two. he's not no he, he's not no this is about this is about a start the start the bigger the start doesn't matter if you have a belt or not it used to be important who had the belt because that's just the way people did things. But now because yeah. of social media and stuff, you can become massive. Look at um, heavyweight uh, Derek Lewis. Like, he's the biggest star in the heavyweight division. And, like, Miocic is a champ. Yeah. He's fighting Lear Latifi next. Yeah, who's actually should be a middleweight. Like. Yeah. Although, like, his upper body's massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's made of stone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, early predictions. I'm going to go Connor. Um, yeah. I think Connor and early as well. Yeah, obviously, we're going to be biased. But, I mean, just right now, I can just it just makes sense. You know what I mean? Uh, as Conor McGregor said, too stiff. Yeah, and I, uh, he'll I, snap I really, him in half. I really think McGregor will like go him into like stand fight on the feet, and then he'll catch him with that left hand and like good night, Irene. Yeah, uh, obviously Paddy Hulahan's book came out there recently as well, and you saying that there was a lot of friction between like uh, John Kavanaugh himself, mm. a lot of stuff. It was actually juicy, gossip. I can't wait to actually read the book, but I'd actually rather he like spoke it into a podcast so I could go for a walk and listen yeah. to it. You know, what I mean, rather than walking around with the hooligan. But, yeah, Tom, um, Tom King from Team KF did a few interviews on it. Yeah, that. yeah. Basically, from what I gathered was that John Cavanagh got everyone's room and was like, right, if it's James called SBG anything, you owe me five grand. And then everyone's like, for five years I taught free classes in like the SBG headquarters. Like, you don't think like, that's my five grand paid? No, and it's like... Yeah, where's the free coffee? Yeah, without, without any tear coffee. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it seemed very, very strange, didn't it? Yeah, I think he was told to do that. He was told to do it, actually. Who, John Kavanaugh? Yeah. Well, I think he was, but I think when everyone kicked up, he went, I think I made a mistake. There's things about loyalty, though. Yeah. Yeah, but like, five rounds seems like sort of like a small fee, or a, not a small, well, a small fee to be like, right, I'm going to ruin my friendship for five grand. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem like, it wasn't 50 grand, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, no, yeah. I do know what you mean, but like, it's all like, if someone goes to me, you can have five grand, all you have to do is never talk to Baz again. I'd be like, Grand. <laughs> I'd be like, No, I don't want that. Five grands. Yeah. I, I just thought it was like a very small fee to be like, Right, that's why we're not friends anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. It's really, it, it's hard to pick a side or something, you know what I mean? I think people, like, Paddy's a big, big fan favourite. And they're more like, Go on the hooligan. Don't pay that five grand, you know? Yeah, well, obviously, like, he's a man of the people. Yeah, he's a man of the people, yeah. Sinn Feiner. Yeah, I mean, like, put it this way: like, we can say what we think, but like, really, see our input, like our input. We only we don't know the full story. First, we asked Paddy Hulon to come on the podcast for, and he was like, "Give me five hundred quid." Yeah. You know what I mean, like, he must have been trying to uh, save for that five grand. Yeah, probably. Yeah, actually. So because of that, yeah, because of John asking him for five grand, therefore we had to pay five hundred quid. Yeah, and we're like, no. Yeah, I was like, five hundred quid for what? <laughs> we get free beard oil with that. Or Shout out to Hooligan. Yeah, but um. Yeah, who do you think is going to go out with O'Connor in, in the ring then? Octagon, sorry. John Kavanagh. Artem. Paddy. Owen Roddy. And. Double D. No, I think Sergei. Was Dylan, Dennis not, was Dylan Dennis not in his ring at the corner last time? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't think you need John Kavanagh and Dylan Dennis there. All right. You know I, mean? yeah. I think Dylan Dennis there to like give him a voice on Khabib's grappling and like yeah. that didn't work out too well they should have made this fight in the Cowboys arena they probably should have probably should have yeah 
That's where Nick Diaz wants to fight Mans for that. I almost think they should make that fight because they're not really getting Nick Diaz back any other way. So they should be like, right. Yeah, he fights Mans for that. He's like a super fight. Yeah, it's like the only way you're going to get him is to get let him fight the fellow who beat his little brother up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so why not? Yeah, I can't wait to be covering that next year. I mean, like it's going to be usually January is very quiet, and then like that's going to be a big show. And Ganu called out Volkov on that card as well, and the Volkov was like, "I fight you in France." two months later than that and I was like oh. I was hoping to just like get to see like a knockout before I wake up till 6 o'clock in the morning yeah exactly who else do you want to see in the card like Sean O'Malley maybe no if he ever is yeah, passed a drug good. test he's like too busy like giving his foil predictions on YouTube yeah uh, Sean O'Malley yeah uh, also anything else to say about that before I move on to Khabib Ferguson no I think that that's right yeah there's going to be more to talk about as a, as a like I'm excited to see who else gets to put on the card especially maybe if they put a title fight underneath that That'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, as was announced as well, Khabib is taking on Tony Ferguson for the lightweight title. Fifth, the fifth time this fight has been announced. Fifth time. We actually posted this and people were like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's like, it has to happen. Yeah. Even if both of them get injured, stick it on in the hospital. Like, Apparently, Justin Gage has been like, I'm going to stay ready and be the late replacement for that fight. I'm going to stay ready till April. So, Gary. Have a day. Take, a, take, a, take a holiday. Take a quick holiday and come back. Don't worry yeah, about it. Don't worry about it, Gagey. Yeah. Uh, Khabib was sort of hinting that like Ferguson hasn't signed the contract. Sometimes I'm like, I don't like the whole like sign the contract, sign the contract. It's like oh, you're afraid to fight me. It's like first of all, Tony Ferguson's afraid of no one. Like yeah. he's an absolute zombie, and I, you hardly think Khabib's afraid of anyone. What do you think? What do you think? Just I know it's so far to predict. It's actually like four months, but uh, what what's your early predictions? Like is it just Khabib time? Yeah, I think Khabib's going to be able to like take him down and. Home down. Like the, we've literally been had this fight booked a couple of times and like the day of it was cancelled, you know? Like yeah. you're literally like we're not gonna believe until they actually are both locked in there. I think we actually like Lucked. saw a different side to the mixed martial arts game when uh Khabib fought Michael Johnson on UFC two oh five and like he like pinned his own arm behind his back yeah. and started punching him in the face. I was like you shouldn't be able to do that against someone who else who trains in the same sport as you and once Tom did that, I was like, no one's ever beaten him. If Tony Ferguson loses, should he move up to welterweight? You could see him going for that BMF title as yeah. well. I don't know. It's, it's almost, yeah, they're almost creating a new division with that BMF title. Yeah, 100%. Uh, look, he says he can make 145. If you make 145, I'd love to see him and Max Holloway fight just for the crack. Yeah. Then uh, it was also announced John Jones is taking on Reyes as well. Uh, John Jones is just absolutely brilliant. He actually is. Corey Anderson's like, it should have been me. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's just like, Corey Anderson, in fairness, Dominic Reyes is selling no pay-per-views, but like, Corey Anderson's like, really selling no pay-per-views. Yeah. There's no one established in that division for him to really fight. John yeah. Jones to fight. At least they can go, undefeated Dominic Reyes yeah. challenges the undisputed pound-for-pound king, Johnny Bones Jones. Do you like that? Yeah. Instead of, Corey Anderson, who? It's fighting John Jones. You know Corey Anderson like tried to go John Jones gym and like be like smack talk at the gym and then like try and like make that a thing. And John Jones was like, "What are you actually doing here, man? Like it's a bit embarrassing for yourself." Yeah, he's yeah. yeah he's still trying to call out Adesanya as well. John Jones. Yeah. Yeah, but Adesanya's like, "I'll fight you in 2023." 2019, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, well then uh, actually this weekend it's UFC Washington as well 
Yeah, you have the Reem fighting. Uh, how did you say that fellow's name? Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck actually knocked out. Was it Arlovsky? Uh, I think he's like the new Ngani. He knocks everyone out in the first minute. Yeah. Uh, also, our mate Cynthia Cavao is taking on Marina Rodriguez. And uh, the skyscraper, he's back. Stefan Struve is taking on Ben Rothwell Ross's mate, actually. Uh, yeah. uh, this is obvious that like if either uh, Overeem or Rosenstruck get injured, one of them, Struve or Ben yeah. Rothwell will move up into the main event. 100%. Although, if. Rosenstruck gets injured might actually or sorry if Overeem gets injured it might just uh, Struve and Rotman might just move into the main event actually yeah that's not a bad show uh, the ever good looking Yana Kunitskaya has taken an Aspen lad as well and Cody Staman is taking Song Yadong so uh, really see this is just like a throwaway card because everyone's looking forward to UC 245 next week this yeah. is also another thing we wanted to mention uh, make sure to tune in next week for that show but myself and Ross predict that in the press conference in the build up to this fight they're going to bring out Connor and Cowboy. Yeah. That's that's yeah, the logical sense. Wh- like, UFC 245 is going to hold the UFC 246 press conference and it is going to be oh, wait. lit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I was like, hold on, are they going to go to Washington? But next week it's on in, yeah. in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, it's a perfect place to host it, isn't it? Yeah, but uh, if you're enjoying the MMA show, make sure to give us a like. We're going to move into the world of boxing right now because this weekend, Andy Ruiz is taking on uh, Anthony Joshua for the second time in Abu Dhabi yeah uh, Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia oh, I actually quite like Andy Ruiz he's like I'm doing it for my family it's like alright yeah he's so high pitched isn't he he's a bit yeah. like Mike Tyson yeah he is he's is. like almost close to Michael Jackson yeah let's get bleeding into this man I'm absolutely buzzing for this fight this is like one of the biggest like fights I've been really looking for for so long um when this fight was the first announced when they fought each other the first time, like it was the same night Katie Taylor's fight and like Katie won and me and Ross were like, Yes And then like I was so locked and I was I was like here I I don't even know who this guy Anthony Joshua fighting, so like uh, whatever, he's gonna win and then I was like, Anthony Joshua lost I was like, What? Oh you actually walked out of the nightclub and you were like, What happened? I was like, Joshua lost, man Yeah and you were like, Shut up <laughs> Yeah He was like, Shut up and I was like yeah. it was like Dredrick Tatum versus Homer Simpson, wasn't it? Oh man, ridiculous Yeah, I was like yeah, no, we knocked him out in seven rounds. Yeah, that that was that was the day. Um, so like th- that was the thing. I, I then watched it on YouTube the next day, and I was like, right, how did he manage to, to like make a ball of this? The f- the funny thing is is that I think it's going to happen again, except earlier in the fight. I think Ruiz knows Joshua's got a weak enough chin. If he lands it on it, that's it. Game over. That's the thing. I, I, I think and straight like, after Josh was also been knocked down against Klitschko as well. Like he's been like provenly knocked down time and time again. You see, you can only really you can only really believe what you've seen before, right? And like seeing the last fight, you're like, right, I know Josh was knocked him down first. Mm. But then after he was like destroyed. So I was like I was like I, I can't see how Joshua wins this. People are like, Oh, you should start like jabbing and that's not Joshua's game. And uh, Ruiz has I did. I didn't know Ruiz had only lost one fight before by decision to Joseph Parker before yeah. that fight because I was so like uninvested. You used to go Parker's beaten no one. Yeah, but I was so uninvested in it. And then like he's had over a hundred, hundred amateur fights. He started boxing since the age of six, whereas Joshua only started like well, seventeen, six, sixteen, seventeen or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's after missing out on all his experience. There, as Tony Bellew said, he's learning on the job. Um, I just, I, t- I think this is his kryptonite. I think it's Ruiz is. Joshua's kryptonite the same way Khabib is McGregor's kryptonite. It's just like I can't I can't see Joshua winning. Un- like uh, unless he goes in and just knocks him out straight away. But the way Ruiz conducts the center of the of the ring, 
it just I'd never seen Joshua like put on the back foot that way. He was like, "What? What's going on here? What?" The way I look at it is that when Reeves got knocked down, he just got up back up and it was like grand. When Joshua yeah. got knocked down and like he was never the same. It was yeah. like it was like you know when you have like a health bar. Like Joshua was put on red for the rest of the fight. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like yeah. Ruiz got knocked down. He was like he went to like a lighter shade of green. Yeah, and and he, that also woke him up. That turned the switch on. Yeah, and. Ruiz just looks like he just knows how to take a punch. Isn't it ridiculous how bad shape Ruiz looks? And how Joshua, is. Joshua is just a, an Adonis. And you're like, looking on paper, everyone said Joshua win. They were like, yeah, they're like favorite for the this rematch, guy is so. obviously going to win. It, it was almost asking, like, who's better looking? Yeah. Like, obviously, this guy. Like, it was just, who, and then he loses. Who do you think is going to be the next star model for the Gucci adverts? It's like, well. Whoever's the champ gets the contract. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank God it wasn't for the Wheeze box. Yeah. Uh, Ruiz is different gravy, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like, really, see, for the sake of our show, it is better off that Joshua wins, right? So we're not even trying yeah. to be biased. But... Do you think the haircuts thing as well? What do you mean? Like, he hasn't he hasn't got his head shaved. I, I, I saw we got a haircut there. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, last time I saw him, his hair was, like, quite long. And I was like... I don't, there was an interview out today, but I didn't watch it yet, but... Is it? You can't even... That's just bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I didn't get a haircut. Oh. Yeah, but it's like, I'm taking it serious, I haven't got the haircut. It's like, the haircut's like 30 minutes of your day, but like, some people are like that. It's like, it's like, I haven't cut the hair. I don't know, there's just, there hasn't been an excuse good enough. Like, saying that, like, suppose he was knocked out before the fight, and, or else, like, he got nervous before the fight. It was, like, people are just making these excuses, you know? Yeah, oh, I've heard some absolutely ridiculous excuses. Or like, I wasn't up for the fight. Uh, someone was like, that was a body double, but it wasn't actually Anthony Joshua. Yeah, where do people <laughs> come then, up with this shit? Like? Oh, I have no idea. It's the same people who think the earth is yeah. flat. I also think this is another good reason as well. Let me know what, if, what people think here as well. I think the only reason why they're doing it in Saudi Arabia as well, to make that big, big cash, because... Well, if Joshua gets knocked out again, he's like, grand. Yeah, I think Joshua is probably going to get 20 million for this fight, and I think Ruiz is going to get 10 million. And I think he th- got 9 million from the last fight though Ruiz oh did he so he'd probably get more he's probably getting 15 million yeah but then he already signed a contract that he was going to fight against so therefore he probably already agreed the money maybe who knows but I mean like the bit, like that was the biggest payday uh, smart idea for Ruiz not to go back not to go to Cardiff or Wembley and also he wanted to run it back in New York but like this is this is where the big books yeah. th- th- he's cashing in I, 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 also you're going to see like a lot more fights over in these these parts of that aren't you yeah. also I just really yeah it's on, it's on in like Ireland like UK time mm. you know what I mean um, oh, okay. could, yeah rather than like it's not on a four in the well, morning he's the biggest pay-per-view star in the UK by a long shot yeah I know but like they're, they were doing it in American time last time you know to be, get really the big audience but uh, I, I know it's funny now how we're saying this in camera that Joshua's gonna lose but, but like how can he win because everyone has a chance look if he maybe uses his reach a bit better keeps Ruiz at a distance he almost has to sort of dance with him for the 12 rounds because at the end of the day he's not actually going to outbox him because who's actually the better boxer it's Ruiz he's been yeah. doing it so much longer he has to like literally like hide behind that jab for for 6 or 7 rounds and almost like wear him down well win by decision yeah I think so unless, that, unless that's the only way I can see well, I also think his ability to land like a big big overcut from range just with the longer arms but I don't see it happening like Ruiz looks like he takes a shot as good as anyone and he's just he puts the pressure on yeah like he's right in the chest he's scary you watch Anthony Joshua fighting goes right who's been successful against Joshua and then when he watches it it's like right that's how you beat him and he's just gonna do it again yeah 
The only thing you have to question is, has Reese taken his foot off the gas because he's like in the Bentley in the mansion now? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he has though. No, I don't think he has. No, because well. I, I think it's, it's like now it's either you can be Buster Douglas yeah. or you can be Andrew Ruiz. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that that's what, what people would be saying to him. Yeah, I think it also help Andy Joshua if he's if he hated. Ruiz or like he really didn't like him but Ruiz just comes across such a nice guy who's trying to help his family have money for the rest of their lives and stuff and it, it's impossible to hate take that off someone and the way he's so like he like so thankful and hugs him and big question though well Anthony Joshua or well Andy Ruiz let Anthony Joshua get a photo with the four belts <laughs> Anthony Joshua actually asked where's the belts did he for a photo yeah and he get, when they were doing the head to head thing that's when they turned the chairs around yeah. like AC Slater but uh, he was like oh they're uh, in the safe but um in the safe yeah hopefully they do an embedded in the lead up to this as well but um, so say for Wee's wins who do you think he takes on next because it has been confirmed that Fury is taking on Deontay Wilder as well in February 22nd, 22nd. yeah so that's the same night as Bellator Dublin unreal um, yeah. look for me I think at the moment I'm convinced Wilder will beat anyone now I feel like if you fought Fury again all he has to do is land that one punch and like, that's it. I know Fury got up the last time, but I don't think, after watching him do that to uh, Lewis Ortiz, I was like, oh, he's a different gravy, isn't he? Yeah, I, t- I think Fury's going to win it. I think, well, Fury, I think is going to have it to the very end and then not get, get the, knocked out. Get knocked out, yeah, where he was like, never hit me, never hit me. It's like, yeah, <laughs> dead, Undertaker. Like, what? <laughs> what a fight that was! Well, that was well, unreal. I feel like Wilder, that, that has to be fight of the year. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 it was one of the best. 2019 fight of the year, Fury versus Wilder. Yeah, uh, let us know your thoughts. I know him. I think Ruiz and uh, Wilder are managed by the same people. They are now, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, that'd be a very easy fight to make. So, like, the problem would be like, I get all the money. Right, that's the fight. Yeah, that's why Joshua had to take the fight, or else all the belts would go straight to Wilder. Wilder and Fury have have a, a, like an agreed contract, but like there is a possibility that Wilder could be like, here, John, actually, I'm gonna fight your wheeze and unify the belts. Also, it's quite funny that Joshua sort of like ranked almost a one before the Wilder Fury fight, and I was like, Wilder two, Fury three, and then after after that fight, it was like Fury one, Wilder two, Joshua three, maybe even Joshua two, Wilder three, and now it's like, right. Fury, Ruiz, or Fury, Waller, Ruiz, Joshua, and he's slipped down number four. Yeah. Well, we always thought that Fury was the best. Like, the best boxer yeah. is oh, Fury. Oh, Tyson Fury by yeah. a mile. Yeah. Actual boxer. Just because you're the best doesn't mean you can't lose to the second yeah. best, though, as well. But, um... Waller's got, like, the best weapon boxing's ever seen. It's, yeah. like, better than Mike Tyson. It's better than Muhammad Ali. Like, it's just... That's, like, a weapon of mass destruction. That is, like, like he throws that well, at you, yeah. and, like... It's all over. It is all over then. Um, Ross, let's call the round now. I'm going to say Andrew Ruiz, fifth round knockout. I was going to, I was going to say Ruiz, fourth round. That's knockout. Fine. Knockout, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fine to say as well. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, but I can't be like, yes, me too. Well, like, you probably should have guessed first then. Yeah, I know, yeah. But then you wouldn't, you couldn't pick the same. Last time yeah, it was fourth, what, what was last time it was seventh round, wasn't it? Yeah. I think he's going to get to one earlier. Yeah, yeah. Although I, t- I think your one's actually a better show, but I can't be like, yeah, me too. Uh, shout out to Jack Herbert I made a bet with him I go you can pick who you think is going to win and then we make the bet and he was like alright and then he picked Angie Joshua so I was like alright oh, happy days yeah but like I would have done it bet? how much uh, 50 euro I was like I was 50 like, euro well, I was, well oh, yeah no. but I was like right a tenner and he was like no let's do let's do it bigger than that and I was like 50 quid oh, no he was like 50 quid and I was like alright because I was obviously drunk 
And then I totally forgot about the bet. And then Andy comes up to me and he goes, Do you remember you made that bet last night with Jack Herbert? And I was like, What? And he's like, Yeah, man, you said a tenner. And he goes, No, 50. And then he gets Andy Josh, Andy Josh, and you get Ruiz. So I was like, Oh, jeez, why did I do that? So then I texted Jack. Being like, here, are we still on for that bet? And he goes, what bet? And I was like, oh, right. I had to explain to him the bet. He's like, right, right. Are, are you still on for it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Shout out to Jack. Yeah, yeah. If if Ruiz loses, you you won't see me around for Christmas. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, Baz won't be able to buy anyone Christmas presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just get everyone a 10-year-old toothbrush. But uh, no, that's funny. So uh, yeah. And then obviously if Joshua's going to win, I think the best bet is decision. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, but... I can just see Ruiz hunting down, hunting down, hunting down. Let us know who you think is going to win. I'm actually buzzing for it on Saturday. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, we're actually going to just move into some Premier League football crack because uh, we actually really enjoy talking about the football and um, we haven't done it for a while and like making a video about it, it's really awkward. It's like, what spin do you put on it? Ollie in, Ollie out, Emery in, Emery out. Also, shout out to the two lads in the top 10 in fantasy football as well. That's actually very true. Actually, yeah. yeah, like absolutely bossing it. Like oh, I'm impressed with us now. Yeah, but like, do you know what? I was actually winning for a while. I didn't even change. Like, I didn't change my team. And then uh, when I did, I said, oh, whatever. I, like, I hate got being like, I took this guy in, put this guy up. It's just like, oh, here, look, everyone does yeah, that. Yeah, as, as if like, you, as if anyone cares. As if you invented it. <laughs> as if I invented it. Yeah. But uh, Ross, what? What? Do you want to start with the football show? Um, Liverpool are winning the league right now. No, no. I feel like the season's basically over. But have you noticed that? It's not even the most talked about thing how Liverpool are about to win their first title in 30 years. Like, people care more about Oli in, Oli out. The Arsenal fan TV saga. Like, no one's really, like... Like, you don't see Mane in, on the front page of the paper or Salah or... Like, if Van Dijk didn't even win Ballon d'Or, by the way, shout out to Lionel Messi winning six Ballon d'Or tonight. Like, no... Six. Yeah, no, no... This isn't the headline news. Oli is the headline news from Manchester United. Absolutely crazy as well, considering that they've played, what, 14 games, won 13, drawn one. Like, they're on to have, like, the highest points tally Ever. of all time. They're on the third longest undefeated streak in Premier League history as well. And it's almost just like, oh, Liverpool are so good. That's a given. Yeah. Uh, I'm coming 10th in the Enjoys League. Ross is coming 8th. There we go. Shout out Ronald O'Leary winning the league. Very uh, row. Sam Jackson coming 2nd. By the way, unfollowed Enjoys there. Do like shout out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, fair play. Thanks, Sam. Very Sam. Appreciate that. But carry on, yeah. That loyalty. Um Army. Army. Uh let's 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 call a spade a spade. Like Liverpool. watching this be like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool are the best team in the league. Yeah. And they are by a, lo- a long stretch as well. And uh, that starting eleven is absolutely insane. I think it's more so like the back four and the top three. The midfield is like quite intercha- interchangeable, isn't it? Yeah. And then the, the goalkeeper who got sent off is obviously brilliant as well. Um, yeah, but my point is, why why does no one really give a shit about Liverpool fans? Yeah, but I think it's because you're writing the same story over and over again each week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and like people aren't up for hearing the same story over and over again. Each yeah, week. and I don't want to realize as well, the Euros are on this summer as well. So when I, I I'm like, I mean, I like I've, I put all my money on Liverpool win the league. I think everyone would as well, yeah. even though they have to go away to the, the that tournament. Oh, the, uh, club world championships. Yeah, I'd still put my money on Liverpool to win it, but. Uh, they win the league and then it goes straight into the Euros and then people almost forget about that. Hit uh, that, will you? Oh, yeah. No worries. Don't knock it over. Oh, there we go. The bottom of the table's on the screen. But, uh, yeah, it's like they're only going to be able to enjoy themselves for about 10 minutes and then... Uh, 
That'll do. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they're only going to be able to enjoy themselves for about 10 minutes before having to set off for the Euro, uh, the Euro 2020s. Yeah, it's absolutely... So it's not going to be a long-lived celebration. No, and I think England are actually the favourites for Euro 2020 at the moment as well. They're definitely up there, yeah. Oh, I just look at it and go, there's other stories around the Premier League that's sort of much hotter. Like, people want to know, like, yeah. like Mourinho in the Spurs, like, what? where's that come from? Oh, I mean... Yeah. I think it's good to have them back in the league. I like having all this, like, everything has a bit of flavour to it. Like, every match is sort of, like, you're interested now. Yeah. You know and, I mean? uh, like, oh, in fairness, Pochettino, like, sulked his way to the sack. He was, like, moaning each week, being like, I get no transfer funds. Yada, yada, yada. It's true, and, though. Oh, 100%. I think he spent net 90 million in the last five years. So, he did an absolutely incredible job there. Uh, obviously, he's going to be tipped to get every top job at the moment. I think the Bayern Munich job, Probably the Man United job soon. And the Arsenal job are like basically all up for grabs at the moment. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Emery got sacked from Arsenal. I think Yeah. they lost seven games in a row. It was a bit, it, yeah, it was all over the shop, yeah. Um. And then... No, they drew. No, they drew like... Oh, maybe games. they didn't win in seven games. They didn't win seven games, yeah. Which but, uh, like a lot. Yeah, obviously, Arsenal fan TV, I feel like it has actually got a bit of a grip on that club club yeah but I don't think the United stand or the full time devils have a grip on the United like affect United no. in any sort of way yeah I think Edward was like not listen to them you know what I mean yeah exactly yeah he's like they're irrelevant as but opposed uh, to the Arsenal team is really like what what what, what, what did they say it's like right we'll just change the manager because they actually want the, the board out but I was like I ah, will just say what to do football wise so do United but um, there's some, there is some sort of mob mentality as the Arsenal fan TV people gather around now like i'm all up for fans doing their sort of thing but it, like it's sort of like it should be done more uh, i don't know what, what's what, what's the right way what's the wrong way i can only compare it to united stand well i think personally i hate arsenal fan tv if i was an arsenal fan because they do better when the team does worse yeah but do you not think other like uh, like the united stand would do better if you know to do worse as well no because i think like man you know is like a club like bread of success if that makes sense. And if like, they rose to success, people like, would cherish that success. I almost think like, Arsenal fans are almost like, used to being miserable, and now we're like, bask in misery. The, yeah, but the thing is like, DT, if you don't know the Arsenal fan TV channel, like it's actually, when they lose, it's really, really funny to watch. Like no offense, mm. it just is. But like, so people like DT and Troops are actually sort of funny. You know, I mean, there's a bit of comedy to them because first of all, you're like, ha, they're so pissed off, that's yeah. funny. But DT comes out with some brilliant one-liners and like Troops is so like, in a fam, in a blood and, and you're just like, yeah, it's like, what is this chap doing? Jack a fam. You yeah. gotta leave yeah. this club fam. Yeah. He's, he ain't in a blood. He ain't in it. It's like, all right. Yeah, it's just, it's like comedy. It's, it is funny. I think it's funny. Who do you think should, who do you think Arsenal should get? Because they're there like saying like, Pochettino, don't see that happening. I think they're like, oh, we're going to get Allegri, which means they're probably not going to get Allegri. Uh, I think Allegri would be a good person for them to get, only based upon he, they need to sort that defence out. Like, I mean, they have no problem scoring goals. Yeah, but I think you probably need to take a strong look at that Arsenal squad and go, that's a terrible team. I don't think it's that terrible. All right. Well, they, well, they have Aubameyang who's like... Top. Yeah, but if you take Aubameyang out of that team, just Aubameyang. Lacazette's all right. La- all right. You take the two strikers out. I take everyone else out. Right. Who else is good? Like the Ozil, midfielders are Ozil if he bothers his arse. Pepe. Yeah, he, like he never bothers his arse. They didn't even bring Pepe on there the other day. Yeah, Pepe, like apparently uh, Youngberg was like, he was shite and trying like 70 million on him. The new Sanchez. Like, David Luiz is like, what? Well, I actually think your man Gundo is all right. 
the rest of them I'm like Xhaka shite like Saka it's like alright because I calm down you know believe my night with Daniel James yeah. the new uh, Obi yeah uh, yeah no like, yeah but like, like they're, they're coming match, they're coming eight Chambers and we're like all these Chambers. players are like not good and I think Leno's had to like make more saves than any other goalkeeper in the league this year I mean, like, and Bellerin is like, he's fast. It's like, oh, what else can he do? I, thought, I think he's oh, lost the he, yardage pace. He's fast. You know what I mean? So, what would you do as an Arsenal fan? I feel like Scanlon's probably watching this now. Shit out, wreck hits. Um, like, oh, I actually, like, sort of feel sorry for Arsenal. And, like, I know they're actually ahead of, like, Man United in the league, but, like, I don't think Man United are doing great either. But if you actually look at Man United's team, Mike Phelan sort of said it two weeks ago. He's like, Man United would be a very good under twenty three side, and I was like, they probably would win the other twenty three league. But at the end of the day, they're playing the Premier League. Yeah, sorry, uh, bud. There's a, there's a lot of growth there for Man United to make. I look at Gundozi, uh, Aubameyang, Lacazette, and I'm like, they're Arsenal's What's three it? best players. I sort of, and I that's think, it. I think Torreira could be all right. I think he's a bit like uh, Vidal. Yeah, but I feel like the he, every time he plays, great. But I think him and Gundozi actually play the same position, and they're like, yeah. Gundozi's better. I think there's just a, such a lack of quality run. around the world f- for these clubs. You know what I mean? That you need to play people like Xhaka and Phil Jones. And you know what I mean? There's there's not enough quality. Oh, and there's not shocking. enough world-class managers. Who would you get in for Arsenal? Well, I actually think like quite a tough one. Uh, I know they're trying to get the Wolves manager, but the Wolves are coming sixth and they're doing brilliantly in the Europa League Esperino, as well. Santi or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, former goalkeeper. Um, see, if I was the Wolves manager, I'd be like... But the Wolves have better play, yeah, play better I'll, football I'll, than Arsenal. I'll, 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 I'll be like, oh, actually, the Wolves team is better than the Arsenal yeah. team. Same like, thing with like, Brendan Rodgers with Leicester. The way they play football is somewhat like, yeah, why Leicester, would you leave? That Leicester squad is better than the Arsenal squad. I like yeah. that's the way I look at it. Well, they're more uh, in form as well. So yeah, and they've also won the league more recently. Uh, See, that's the thing. <laughs> so uh, I'm sitting there going, Arsenal are in deep trouble. The only benefit Arsenal have is their deep pockets. That's probably the only tight pockets. Um. I don't. I don't really know who they're going to get. To be honest, I feel like you just feel like it's not going to work anyway. Is that what you think? Yeah, I could see them getting like, like yeah, exactly. I could see them being like right. We will get Henri in. You know what I mean? No, he's like he's like I'm not going to ruin my legacy the way Solskjaer did. You know, who I think they might get in Roberto Martinez. He's man of <sighs> Belgium at the moment, isn't he? If I was them, I'd just go for Vieira. You know what I mean? I'd like. I, I just that's who I'd go for I know there's other people like like Brendan Rodgers you must be insane man why would you go there Pochettino just... I, I wouldn't sleep on Leicester actually like challenging Liverpool for that title you know yeah I know, actually, I know they're 8 points back we'll, but like yeah, we'll get they look that. very good we'll get into that then yeah so obviously Liverpool Liverpool are winning the league by, by 8 points Leicester City come second uh, it is very much a Jamie Fardy party right now Ross yeah that Leicester team is looking as good as they've looked since they won the league aren't they yeah they really are. Okay. Uh, like, it, put it this way: they're probably doing better now than they did the season they won the league. Yeah, they probably have more points, and they're probably it's probably their best start ever yeah. to a Premier League. Yeah, but Liverpool have won, played fourteen, won thirteen, and drawn one. If you actually look at it, what what are the one ten two and two? I'd say nine seasons out of ten, like they'd be you know within two points, or if not winning the league. Yeah, Liverpool are just unstoppable. They re- they really really are. Yeah. Um, they just Look, yeah. Leicester are brilliant from top the Lir- to bottom. The know? Liverpool jigsaw is just complete. It is, oh. it is. Um, Leicester actually almost sort of in their own weird way similar to Liverpool. Uh, they have those like two really good wing backs, uh, solid goalkeeper uh, at the back, and then but it's more Leicester's midfield sort of orchestrates all their attack with Tailsons and, and Madison, and then Indeedy in the hole. 
I, I can't believe like the Leicester City midfield is like twice as good as the Man United midfield. No, yeah, that's, it's that's actually Freud, isn't it? Yeah. And look, Jamie Bardi just feed the Vards and he will score. Yeah. It's Shout out to season. Rebecca Vardy. Yeah. Don't rass out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like here, what, what do you think the situation is with City now? Obviously, they're, they're going to have a few problems. Um, like, Davis, Davis Hill was meant to be leaving at the, at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, so you wonder how hungry he is. Company left like one of their their leaders. And then uh, Fernandinho's now playing centre-back as well. He's actually doing a good job at centre-half. Um, not really. He's slightly plugging a hole there. Yeah, no, but he's obviously plugging a hole. He's obviously not like, right, this is the new centre-half. It's Fernandinho. I don't know if you've met him before. Uh, but <laughs> he, yeah, but he's I, old as well. Yeah, but I actually think he's the better centre-half of the person he plays alongside. Yeah, st- yeah, yeah. he starts and then Otamendi or Stones play. Yeah, so he, he's an unbelievably good footballer. Um, but City, you know what? They got 198 points across the last two seasons. Like They were like just due to go on a bad patch. And now they're on that slight bad patch. And it's crazy to think their bad patch is what? Uh, nine wins, two draws, and three losses. Yeah, they have 29 points out of a possible 42. I mean, it's not as if, you know, I know. Like age battle. I know. If Liverpool were. They're 11, like, they're 11 points behind Liverpool. Yeah, but if Liverpool weren't winning every game, well, then, like, it wouldn't actually look so bad. They actually win every game. Yeah, if Liverpool, like, lost two of those games, they'd be down on, what, 34 points? Yeah. yeah, 34 points, and it'd be like, right, they're five points off. But they didn't. Grand. No, but they didn't, um, obviously. Yeah, you know they should have beaten them. Those teams, they literally just beat the last... The they're team very last good night. at winning, like, 2-1 recently, aren't they? They just... There's something... There, there's, there is and magic bar, in there in and Anfield. And going their way as well. Yeah. There's magic in the air. Bar. There's magic in the air in Anfield. Uh, Chelsea, Frank Lampard's doing very well there. No? Like, with those young kids. Yeah. Um, Tammy, Tammy, Tammy Abraham was a bit of a miss there. But uh, here, if Man City... Had the boys someone who do you think they'd try and get? I feel like they need. Do you think Pep's sort of? What do you think Pep's going to do there for the next couple of years? Do you think he's even going to stay a few well, years? I think they're. I think if actually Sané came back and was fit, like that would. Yeah, but they're trying out. to get rid of Sané though. I know, yeah, but I think that's the type of player they need. They need someone to be Sancho there with uh, Aguero and Sterling. So Sancho, Sancho could work, yeah. Although he's already at City, and so? like, he probably has a grudge against him. Well, what Pogba style? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Chelsea, obviously, they <laughs> Chelsea. Um, what do you have to say about Chelsea? Obviously, Lampard. Lampard's done way better than I expected. Yeah. They're coming forward to the guest. And uh, I think Tammy Abraham, when if when he's playing, they have like someone who's poacher, who's fast, who likes to run, who can do everything. You yeah. can actually literally do everything with confidence as well. When they take him out of the team and they put Giroud in, it just slows up everything. Oh, it's a different game. Yeah, different and then Bashwai is, I don't think, is fit enough. I know he can come on for the last... 20 minutes or something and not like, score. I don't think he, yeah I think he's better off being an impact sub rather than like a whole 90 minutes but um, and then Jose Marino the special one is back in the Spurs well back in the Premier League with Spurs he took them in two games from 14th to 5th he, yeah. he, he'd he be really like I took over we were 14th and now we are 5th ha. he, he has a totally energised Spurs yeah he has been playing brilliantly as well Three, yeah and Harry Kane is just when you have Harry yeah. Kane you're going to score goals really yeah uh, there is a bit of a mess going on with the players like uh, er- Ericsson hasn't signed a new contract for Tongan, Alderweireld, uh, Teddy Rose. Like, was one of them not like banging the other one's wife or something? Is that not the yeah, word yeah. in the street? I think that's, Tongan yeah, that, that, that could just be like a Twitter like a, joke. I think, that's, I think that's a lie, but it's grand. I think, I think the first thing I got was Mourinho was banned from Tongan from banging Ericsson's wife. <laughs> yeah, harsh. <laughs> Very harsh. Yeah. Should we... Yeah, okay, Should, so are we going to talk about Wolves and Sheffield United or are we, we talking no, about I think United? Uh, United. Last, <laughs> last and very least, yeah. Manchester United. 
Um, this has been a, bit, a very, very hard struggle watching Manchester United play. At the yeah. moment, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in the Premier League has a 27% win ratio. Uh, United are coming ninth, played 14, won four, drew six, lost four. I don't think you have to call out even the rest of the figures. Just like one four out of 14, it's, it's not good enough. It's absolutely yeah. shocking. Um, they seem like they have no direction, I, Ross. For me, for me, it's Ole, and I'm not saying that like out of rashness. He's been a year in charge. And you know they are in a worse place they were when they took over. When he took over, in fairness, he signed some good players. Like if you look at James Maguire and Wambasaka, the three of our best players this season. He's done great bringing in Brandon Williams. Maybe don't sack him. Maybe give him two hundred million in January and let him buy midfield. Do you not think that's erratic? What sack him or give him two? No, two hundred million. million. But like it's like here you've yeah. actually done. You've actually made us regress. But what, and there's no direction. Well, the, the way I look at it is, we need to buy midfield. Would you not give Pochettino 200 million? He'd be like, fuck it, 200 million. He's like, more than I've spent my entire Spurs career. Yeah. Well, like, I've, I don't mind. Has Consolidator bring United any further than he already has? Like, I mean, top 10 is like what we're looking at, and I just, I'm, just, I'm just sick of it. You know what I mean? I'm not sporting like Falkirk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating going alone to support Leicester for the rest of the year. But uh, man, what like think about what you just said there? Give him Solskjaer two hundred million. Yeah, but if you're if you're going to keep him, you have to back him. So you either go all in on him or you, you like you sack him. You don't like go. We're going to keep you, but we'll give you no money. So you have to play with that squad for the rest of the year. Like you have so much dead wood still in that club. Like Phil Jones has to go. Pereira has to go. Like. The, the, the squad is already thin enough, man. You can't start kicking out more players. Yeah, but no, we have to replace them. You have to get players so, in. So, yeah, but you get more players in rather than kicking players out. No, but you have Phil to Jones also... is like, here, the only thing they want me are Stoke and they're off me 20 grand a week. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. See the way you see Phil Jones is like, I'm not going to have a testimonial because I'm a man that I show for it. And I was like, yeah. fucking true. He yeah. actually made me feel sorry for him yeah, for an hour. Know, yeah. He's obviously not that bad of a guy. It's just shit football <laughs> but here look I'll get paid 100 grand a this week video's gone around that he was going to be a future England captain which is hilarious but uh, oh, stop. what would you do as Man United fans like obviously I made a few phone calls to the boys like just trying to be like lads what, what the fuck do we do here like you know to me like don't the, say t- t- saying 200 mi- giving him 200 million it just I feel like you need to go to St. Michael's house in the nut bar <laughs> they need they need to invest in that midfield it's like you've been a shit manager you've made us look terrible there's no direction you've been here a year but here's 200 million. Well, like I already right. said, there were another three transfer windows to get away from like actually getting back into that top four consistently. We are. Like, there's too much dead wood at the club still. Like, Ash Young, Rojo, Pereira, Fred. No, I'm not coming out like him. Uh, Mata. Like, all these players like need to go. Like, they need to like be like pushed out the door and we need to get new players in for them. Like, they're not good enough. Yeah, but you need to get the players in first. I know, yeah, but like, because then if you yeah, do it the other way, if you do it the other way, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you've even more money now." Yeah, but I know, but it's easier to be like, "He was not good enough," than be like, "Right, huge boy." Yeah, I mean, look, okay, I'm gonna, I, I, we're obviously gonna agree to disagree. I think he, Ollie's just, it's like, here, look, man, thanks for the goal ninety nine, thanks for being a loyal servant and trying to help us, even though you like, you've literally, <laughs> 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 you see, he started off so well that this is terrible in comparison. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Going away to Paris to beat PSG, it's like. Yeah. Do you remember that time? <laughs> we actually thought we were going to win the Champions League. Like, yeah, I'll stop. But look, I actually don't... But also, also, we have no Pogba and we have no McTominay you know, yeah. right now. You know what I mean? So like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what is the story? Like, will Pogba even make a difference? Yeah, well, I think over no. Prairie, yeah. He needs uh, more players in the team. So, right, for, uh, for all the fans, for the people that are interested, watch Manchester United right now. I'm on 
Yeah, before the end. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I like well, like, uh, that's just the way modern day football is. I mean, you can't have twenty seven percent win rate yeah. with the biggest club in the world. You can't be yeah. You can't you be like yeah. You can't be like ah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, like there's no ah uh, yeah, but about it. You know what I mean like you can't like lose more games than, than you win and then be like we'll keep him. Ah, uh, she has a nice personality though. It's like, yeah, jeez. But uh, uh, yeah, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Great show. Yeah. This I think this show obviously has been gone a bit longer, um, but I mean like we, we got to talk about the shit we want to talk about, you know. Yeah. So uh, guys, thanks for yeah. watching. Record, record for watching. We the MMA, the so boxing, the football. Listening. Make sure you hit like, subscribe. Uh, we'll be back again next week to talk about Ruiz versus Joshua, uh, UFC two forty five, and some more Premier League crack. And uh, oh yeah, also you know they're playing Spurs on Wednesday and Man City on Saturday, so it's gonna be loads of action. Oh yeah, and as always, stay, stay energized. energized.